Welcome to Mad and Mindful, a podcast series where we discover and understand all the things that make us mad in life, obsessed, driven, and motivated, while finding the balance and ways to keep us mindful, grateful, grounded, and meditative. I'm your host, Michelle, and I'm so happy you're here. Now let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome back to Mad and Mindful. I am so excited for this upcoming episode that we're bringing you today. It is with one of my near and dear friends that I've known for a very long time, Alex. Welcome. Hi, guys. <laughs> Happy to so be here. glad you're here. <laughs> so for those of you who are listening, Alex and I met eight years ago in college. Mm-hmm. We rode together for one semester, and then we ended up remaining it. friends <laughs> ever since, which, which is kind of wild. So wild. Truth be told, the reason why I want to bring you on here is because I was scrolling through social media, mm-hmm. and I saw in one of your bios, I think it was either on your TikTok or your Instagram, where TikTok. you had written entering my soft girl era. And I was like, oh my God, I need to talk to her about this because one, I have no idea what soft girl era <laughs> means whatsoever, but I've actually been seeing it a lot on social right? media. So it really is a movement. <laughs> in your words what is soft girl era okay so for me i feel like for everyone it has like a different uh definition to it but okay. for me it's like just being free to do whatever i want like not overthinking things because i'm so good for that yeah as you know yeah um and definitely just living a life of luxury in a way but not like material things okay more so like if I feel like going to yoga or if I feel like doing something for my mind, my mm-hmm. body to just like go ahead and do it. Okay. Um, so it's more like investing in myself, I feel like. So what would, what era would you say you were in prior to Ooh. this era? Like, Ooh. Would you give it a name? How would you describe it? Who was she? Honestly, who was she? I, <laughs> I don't even know who she was, but I know I was like going through a phase where I was just like shedding like a different self. Okay. I don't know who I was back then, but I just feel like I had some evolving to do. I had to go back into my past and resolve some of those past traumas and hopefully, you know, come out on the brighter side. And I feel like I kind of went over that hump now. Okay. And now I'm on the other side a little bit on more so the healing side. So if you don't mind me asking, what was one of those traumas that you found yourself shedding? Um, Definitely like... The relationships that I have with my family members and my friends. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was being a bad friend at some point. Mm -hmm. And I told you about it. And I was like, you know what? I think I need to like really work on being a better friend. Like just being a better listener, being there for them, showing up. I feel like that was a big thing. Like I wasn't showing up for the people in my life or around, you know, to help me. I felt like I was like lacking in that area. So did you feel that way or were you told that? No, I felt that way. Okay. And then I remember having a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. And then you were, and you were sort of like agreeing. Like you weren't saying I was, no, but you weren't saying yes either. And I was just like, okay, I, I think I have my answer. I think I do need to work on my. I think what it was is that I was just being accepting of where you were at mm-hmm. in your life. Because I know we all go through shit. We're not perfect human beings. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I was just like, oh, I love that you're acknowledging this for yourself. Or at least wanting better, right? Right. So that's awesome. Yeah. So how are you feeling now? I'm feeling good. Like, I feel so much better. I've been working out. I've been okay. getting in tune with my body. 
my mind, like just letting that. go of the past, like not. What are some things, things that you've been doing? Um, definitely going to the gym helps, and I do it after work, which is like kind of crazy. But I go to the gym. I work out for at least thirty minutes. It's not even that long, but I okay. just like I run on the treadmill. I you know, lift weights, not even doing that much, honestly. Yeah. And it's not to improve my body. I feel like it's more for my anxiety. Right. It's good for everything else. But, like, my body is, like, the second part of it, you know? Yeah. That's, like, the plus. Like, yeah. Yeah. But it's definitely more so for my anxiety and my mind. And have you seen, like, so when did you start working out? Was it, has it been a while now? Like, it's actually, I started in the summer. I can't even remember what month, probably, like, after okay. my birthday. Like, June, July. Yeah, so I started then, and I was slow to you start were because I was like, <laughs> "We I don't all are working out. Yeah. I want to do this." But it felt good after a while. I was like, "Wow, like I just feel more energetic. I feel like I have energy. Like I don't know. I felt less anxious about things." Have like, your like nearest friends and family taken notice of that too, or has it been more so internal? I think it's been more internal. Okay. Because, like I said, I think I overthink things. So maybe I'm not as bad as a friend as I think I am. But yeah. to me, I feel like I could be doing more. So I feel like that's why I've been working on it so much. But I don't think anyone's, like, really taking notice. I think I did try to repair, you know, some trauma with my dad. Mm-hmm. And we actually went out on, like, a little lunch date the other day. And we talked about things that weren't working for us. And it felt like that's a step huge. in the right direction yeah you know like I don't have the best relationship with him never okay. really did but I just kind of was getting tired of holding on to the grudges holding on to the sure. trauma and I was like you know what we need to do something about this we're not on this earth for a long time let's just try to resolve what we can yeah like, even if we don't come to like the best agreement at the end of the day I know that I tried and that's all that really matters to me like that was my biggest thing so yeah. I pushed myself I went out to lunch with him. We talked about That's things. amazing. It was, it was good. It felt like a release a little bit. Okay. I don't think we're at, like, you know, the best place still. But it's a step in the right direction, which is what I'm more excited about. Was he pretty receptive? Yeah, I think he was. I think he's also in a phase in his life where he's trying to change. Like, he's trying to be wow. a better person, which is crazy. Yeah. I was it's because just, it's, it's been, like, years mm-hmm. that we've been not, you know, that close. Yeah. So for him to realize, like, hey, I know I wasn't the best father. I know I wasn't this and that. Yeah. But now I want to show up and I want to be here and present in your life. And I was like, what? Like, this That's is crazy. Wild. Yeah, it's a lot. My brother and I, we were just talking about this. Like, I feel like our parents are seeing us their children make an effort and mm. wanting to be better and like doing differently from them and so now I feel like they're taking I always get this makeup suit yes they're taking suit I always say yeah. sweet <laughs> but now they're taking suit because even like my parents too yeah. like my mom at least she's slowly changing she's like letting go of things rather than holding on to them mm-hmm. like letting go of expectations yeah which is huge because for me I always set such high expectations on other people and mm-hmm. I got it because she would do the same thing. Right. Exactly. So I think it's crazy yeah. that like our parents are just, they're on this shift with us. Yeah. Right. I yeah. feel like everyone they're with us. Yeah. Which is, which is beautiful. It's insane. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Like, I love to see it. Um, but yeah, so working on things, working on myself. And I feel like that's just kind of what soft girl era means to me. Just like, what was the turning point? Like what made you flip the switch and, want to do all of this want to change yeah 
So you said that you realized there were certain aspects of yourself that yeah. like could have been improved, but like what what triggered that? Triggered it? Yeah. Honestly, I just I don't know. I felt like whatever was working, whatever I thought was working before, just wasn't doing anything for me in my life. Like I wasn't seeing the improvements that I wanted to see. I wasn't that girl. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. wasn't the girl that I always imagined myself to be. So I was okay. like, something I'm doing is not right. Like, I need to switch it around. So, I don't know. Who was she? Who, yeah, who was she? And then, who (laughs) is she now? Like, I'm still learning so much about myself. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, that's, like, the growing pains, but also the beauty in it, too. Like, going through that. Um, Who is the person you want to become? The person I want to become. Like, what does she feel like when you think about her? She's just, like, super infectious. Okay, I, don't know, like, I love that. Another word, but she's just infectious. Like anywhere she goes, like in a good way. Will, in a good way, yeah. Like in a very good way. Any room she steps in, enters, people are looking at her like, "Wow, she has such beautiful energy." Like she has a smile oh, on her face. That. She's glowing. Like I just want to be that person, all around happy. Yeah, just about life, just high on life. You know those type yeah. of people that just like they're just happy all the time. They're like, like what is it? So Seize the day. What What is it in a um Latin? It's not say lovey, is it? Is it say no, lovey? Or <laughs> Semper Fi? No, I don't know. I don't even know. I'm just like throwing out Latin like terms now. It's uh, Seize the Day. What am I? Uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, moving on, yeah. <laughs> so that's amazing though. Yeah. So happy for you. So I, I don't know. I feel like I'm slowly getting there. I'm making the right steps. I feel it. I'm not yeah. <laughs> when it comes to your friendships, like, what are you doing to work on those? Um, I feel like I'm just, like, reaching out more. I feel like before, I wouldn't do that. Like, you probably wouldn't hear from me in months. <laughs> months on months. Like, yo, where's Alex? Is she okay? Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I'm making more of an effort to, like, reach out to the people I haven't talked to in a while. But I also appreciate people like you in my life that can understand that I go through things and like mm-hmm. I might not want to talk all the time but I'm still always going to be there and yeah. then I know that you're always going to be there for me as well yeah. so I respect those type of friendships that I have with people but I feel like I also do need to make more of an effort on my part to like you know show that like hey I'm here like I also want to listen to you and yeah and be there for you so I you want like, like a reciprocal relationship yeah yeah, yeah. Like, you know I get that I would say like I'm pretty much there with you too yeah um i was actually talking about this with a friend the other day and i was like two of my friends actually had told me like you know michelle i feel like you really put a lot of emphasis on your friendships and it Mm. like made me think i was like huh i do and i can feel i can understand not feel i can understand how pressurizing that is on the other person right like Mm -hmm. imagine if someone's like holding you at such a high standard and you're like Dude, I'm human. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But what I realized is that I value my friendships because I don't think I ever had close connections when I was growing up. So for me to, like, find people that I can relate to mm-hmm. and that are growing as well, that's, like, really important. Like, 100%. I only want to be around people that are working on themselves as well. That's why I just, like, I value my friendships so yeah. much that, like, I overthink about them because right. I'm, like, my time and my space is so precious that mm-hmm. I want to be very careful and curated about who is in you this circle. Space. Yeah. 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 It's so important. Yeah. And like you said, like, you didn't really have, like, close connections mm-hmm. growing up. Same with me. Yeah. So I feel like now that I'm an adult, like, I feel like I need to put more effort in that because 
I didn't have it before. And I right. want to maintain the good relationships that I have with my friends because I value you guys. Yeah. Like, you guys mean a lot into my life and bring a lot of value to it. So mm-hmm. I don't want to lose that. No, I got that. You know, I, I don't know about you, but for me, it's been really interesting. I don't know if you had the realization, but I did the other day. I was like, I'm kind of good in relationships, like platonic. And yeah. romantic. Both. Like, I don't know I'm how just to shit do. at both I, of them. Like, I don't know. We're not shit. Doing. We're just different. <laughs> and that's how you and I work. But, like, I'm just not good at it. Like, yeah. I, but I feel like saying that as well, I'm probably looking at these friendships that you see where people are hanging out with each other every single weekend. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. And I've talked to some of my other friends and they're like, yeah, I can't do that either. And I was like, Okay, is it an us Okay, thing? I thought it was just me, too. I know. I was like, is it an us thing? Because, you know, like, you are the company you keep. Yeah. Like, so I was like, do we all have problems? Or is this just, just us? us yeah. Right? So, like, for me, I'm very career-oriented. And that's why, like, my friendships, they're not, like, the ones that you see where you're going out to bars mm-hmm. every single weekend with the same group, yeah. which sounds great. But I think I had a phase of that in my life where I did do that. And I was like, <gasps> I'm so tired of you guys like it's not that I hate you guys or that I don't like you guys Mm -hmm. I'm like I just can't be around you right for like two weeks straight Mm -hmm. and that's I think that is very true like yeah everybody else's friend group and Mm -hmm. I'm like kind of want to go out every weekend with the same yeah. group of people because it's like but, a little community yeah, your little crew yeah but also you're very right like i will definitely get tired of you yeah. if i see you every single weekend but i know people that do that and i'm like i respect it but i don't think i could be you yeah and i think i'm coming to that realization now yeah you know i think i was trying to force that type of friendship same. with people yeah. and i was like okay i'm actually tired i don't know about you but i'm tired yeah i can't do this <laughs> so, the same way yeah but like I think that also speaks to, like, people's love languages. Mm-hmm. So, like, if your love language is quality time, yeah. I feel like you're just going to be that type of person. You're going to be that type of friend that wants to hang out all the time. Like, every See, weekend. my love language is quality time, though. And is I don't want to hang out with people all <laughs> the time. I think I value it, like, once. Like, prime example, like, I see you every few right mm-hmm. and it's more so because there's distance between us but even like when we were both living in the same city like I would only see you like probably once a month or once every other month yeah. and I think me seeing you that amount is better than me seeing you more often because I value that time that we have together and mm-hmm. that even more and yeah yeah because if I saw you every weekend I mean like like still I love you me. but I'd yeah. be like Alex, there's nothing. It's just like another fly on the wall. I don't know if that was even the best way to describe it, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. So I want to go back to when I had asked you what was the era you were in before Soft Girl. Mm -hmm. And I want to bring up a post that you had shared with me. And it was uh, Death of a Chill Girl. And I love that so much. So I was wondering if you could explain what a chill girl is. I think it's just like being... Not even just, like, being nonchalant. Yeah. Because I feel like you can be nonchalant no matter what. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like a chill girl is more, like, just a little passive. Yeah. That's a, a great passive way to put things. And, like, just lets everything slide. She's a people pleaser. Yeah. And I struggle with When, that. like, she's chill, she's chill. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, so, like, my definition of a chill girl would be, like, to your point, passive. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really have boundaries. Mm-hmm. Kind of lets things go with the flow. 
has a lot of opinions or thoughts but doesn't say Say them hence chill Mm -hmm. like when she's chill she's like on a high chill like she smoked one too many blunts and now (laughs) she can't talk chill (laughs) like that's who she is and people love her because she's a chameleon yeah exactly yeah that doesn't cause trouble exactly Mm -hmm. and so segueing to that dating in new york city <laughs> I think we both like experienced dating in New York City in our chill girl era. Like I know for me, I let a lot of shit slide with a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. And the minute I would speak up, you know some of those stories. Yeah. I get called out and I get called crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's because I didn't speak up before. I also taught them how to treat me. Yeah. What was your experience like being a chill girl in New York City and dating? Well, like I said, definitely passive, like <laughs> changing myself to fit into their yeah. box. And like, I just got so tired of that. Just feeling like, oh my God, I have to do what he likes. I have to change myself so I can be that girl for him. Were you cognizant of yourself doing that? I was. Oh, and you then, were. And Yeah, like towards the end. And then I was kind of like, okay, like I do like this person and I do want to like see how things go with them. Sure. But I felt like I was changing myself way too much. Like, I wasn't being authentic to me. Okay. And that's what, like, forced me into this whole, I don't know, like, shift. evolution. Yeah. yeah. Like, shift. Because I was like, this is not me. It doesn't feel like me. Yeah. I'm just doing whatever they want to please them. Yeah. And, like, to be likable by them. Yeah. And so I was like, something's wrong. Like, I just felt wrong. Like, it, it didn't feel right in my heart. Okay. And so I think that was, like, how it was dating as a chill girl. <laughs> honestly it was it was an experience that it's i definitely needed to go through yeah and then now soft girl era is just like doing what i want and mm-hmm. if nobody is going to meet me on that level then mm-hmm. i really you have to go yeah like i'm sorry you and it's not even like i so i saw this post today it was with selena gomez and she's like it's not even me being conceited it's me honoring myself mm-hmm. and also honoring the fact that like to be with me is an honor. Yeah. Like to be around me is great because I'm the most I could, humble way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like owning up mm-hmm. to your own self worth. Yeah. Which I know for me was hard. I can give you a prime example. I remember doing things that I, with this one particular guy, mm-hmm. and like I would like go out of my way to make plans with him. I'd be the ones making the plans. Mm-hmm. And I I had this feeling inside me. I'm like, dude, what are you freaking <laughs> doing? doing? But I still did it because it was just like, it was second nature. It was yeah. all I knew how to do. But mm-hmm. like, as I was doing it, I'm like, this is so weird. Right. Yeah. And then I just saw myself reliving my first relationship with my ex and applying everything I did there mm-hmm. to this new ship. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't want this. It's like I'm living on repeat, right? So, yeah. Like, how do you want to be treated in a relationship? Is that a question? Yeah. Uh, How do I? It's a question for you. (laughs) I want to be treated. I want to be treated like I actually value and that I actually matter, right? Mm -hmm. I think. You know, it, it's still something I'm working through, but it's very hard for me to value myself because obviously I am my hardest critic. So there will be periods and times where I'm just like beating myself literally mm-hmm. into the ground. People have seen it. You've seen it. Yeah. I want to be respected. I want to be 
huge thing for me is mm-hmm. being respected and just, you know, being given the time because I deserve the time, not because I'm owed the time. Right. 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 I don't want to be a chore. And mm-hmm. I also don't want my needs to be gaslit because I've had my needs gaslit one too many times. And that yeah. for me, as a chill girl, that for me, I was just like, I would have always apologized. And I, I, me looking back on that, mm-hmm. it still makes me angry sometimes that I would even apologize for you disrespecting me. Mm-hmm. But now I've upset you. Right. And God forbid I upset you. So let me just apologize so we can keep it peace. My fault. Yeah. yeah. I was actually thinking about this earlier today. I remember apologizing to a guy because he had called himself an asshole for something that he had done to me. Like he realized like he had gotten caught for something he had done. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, I'm such an asshole. And I was like, no, don't say you're an asshole. It uh. makes you really upset that you're saying oh. that about yourself. I know. No. These it are all happens. the stories everyone's been waiting for to hear. <laughs> airing them all yeah, out. I'm airing it all over. Yeah, it was just, and I don't know why I would sent that, but it was because I was like, I think I saw so much, so much value in him. And like, I knew at his core, he was probably a good guy. Mm-hmm. But, me saying don't call yourself an asshole i'm really sorry that like i started this conversation to begin with yeah was me sweeping my needs and my feelings under the rug yeah yeah and putting theirs first yeah which isn't right oh it's so icky it's It's so you know you don't even realize you're doing it in the moment no you don't at all because you're You're just thinking like strong out emotion yeah yeah and And then afterwards like now you reflect on it and you're like what the hell was i like i was begging him yeah by the way, guy or girl, no one should be begging anyone. I don't Absolutely care if you're not. male, female, like, yeah. should not be begging anyone. Mm-hmm. The energy definitely has to be reciprocated. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. If it's not, it's not for you. No. No. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, on the topic of dating. Oh, yeah. Being a black female minority. Mm-hmm. How was dating for you in the city? Were you on any apps? You were. Yeah, I yeah. still am. Are you? Are you really? No, I actually got back. Oh my god, what? Which is already what a apps big are you on? Hinge. Okay. And Bumble, but I don't really use Bumble like that. Okay. I just have it. Okay. But mostly Hinge. I'm just seeing a lot of the same people, the same faces that have been on there for years, and I'm like, that's oh. hilarious. And here I am again, single as well, yeah. on the same app, matching with the same people. I'm just like, this is getting tired. It's kind of gross, it's, to be honest. It's actually a little gross. Yeah. yeah. I remember hopping on earlier this summer after being off for like about half a year, more or less. Mm-hmm. And I was seeing the same people. I was like, so nothing changed nothing. with you guys. And yeah. clearly nothing's changed with, with me. me. I'm back on here. <laughs> oh, so gnarly. And yeah. I actually remember matching with one guy in particular. And he played it off like he didn't even... No, it's yeah. happened to me before too. I'm like, ew, don't act like that. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna act like that, I'm matching that same energy. I don't remember you either. <laughs> like, I don't know who this man is. <laughs> so bad. No, it really is. Um, but dating as a black woman here in the city, I feel like has been a little hard because when I look at my white counterparts that I work with, mm-hmm. it's so easy for them. They get on the app, they get on Hinge, they get on Bumble, whatever it is. And they literally have all these matches. They go on so many dates every single week. What? Yes. And I'm like, okay, 
I'm on the app. I'm seeing people. Yeah. I don't know if it's maybe a me thing. Maybe I'm picky about who I go on dates with. I could be probably a, true. Yeah. I do. I am a little selective, but I think it's not bad thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. I used to think it was such a bad thing. No. Like people used to guilt trip me into it. Yeah. Like, oh my god, you're so selective. You have to stop being so picky. But now I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like yeah. I know what I want. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not seeing that mm-hmm. in a person, I'm not even gonna bother. Are you dating it. for the long term or casually? Um, long term. Okay. Yeah. Good. Love it. I know. I remember yeah, you and I interesting. were like talking about this and I wanted to bring it up again because I feel like some of my listeners are minority. And so this might be interesting for them too, especially if you're a guy and you're listening, mm. not even more, <laughs> is being a roster chick. And you and I have talked about this and I actually met someone to validate that this is true. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you remember, but we talked about there are some guys out there who will only date us or match with us because we check a mark off of their roster. Mm. I am not joking with you guys. I met a guy who had told me straight up he would date specific girls to check off on his roster. So now he can say he sucked up with a black girl, an Asian girl, like all the Hispanics, any type of Hispanic. Yeah, I was just like (laughs) sick. Whoa. That man is sick. So <laughs> this is true. Wow. Yeah. Real life. Yeah. Real life. life. I 100% believe that. I do too. And I think like for me, when it came to dating in New York City, I, just to preface guys, my type is your average white guy. <laughs> yes, it is. Michelle. I know. I do have a type. <laughs> you know what's interesting is I actually think I'm phasing out of actually having a type. So I think really? that's big for me. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But um, yeah. my type was white guys. And unfortunately, even though they were my type, I would be very self-conscious, unconsciously knowing that I was self-conscious mm-hmm. because I'm like, do they like me for me? Do they like me because of my body? Do they like me because I'm Asian and I'm just right. checking off the mark? Is it a fetish? fetish? Mm-hmm. Uh! Mm-hmm. Oh my All god. All the same questions. It's so bad. It's really bad. Yeah. So how do you feel like your type has changed? You don't feel like you're into white guys anymore? Not that I'm not into white guys, but like that I'm not exclusively. Yeah, just into more open minded. Yeah, I'm like open minded. When I'd go out, I'd be like open minded. But when I was on the apps, I was just like looking specifically looking at a type. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what it is? It's because it's all I've ever known. Mm-hmm. I grew up predominantly in a white area so naturally of course I'm going to gravitate towards that and I was talking about it with a friend and he's like that's so interesting that you would only like white guys like you're whitewashed I'm like don't say that that actually kind of made me angry but it's kind of true because one I talk like a valley girl two I gravitate towards white guys but Again, this is like all no, I wouldn't either. Just your environment. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, that always happens to people. Like if you're around black people, Spanish people, you're probably going to end up with one of those types. Yeah. But what I've realized, and like one of my friends made a good point. Like she said, she can only date a black guy. I was like, why is that? She's like, it's because they don't. If I were to date anyone else, Uh they wouldn't know the exact struggles that I go through as a black woman. Mm -hmm. It's like oh. I think about that too. And I think about that too when I, I'm not dating. I haven't dated anyone in over a year and a half. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. 
Newsflash and probably TMI. <laughs> I've also been celibate for a year and a half too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, for the better anyways. Um, I just like, I don't need anyone who's not it touching yeah. my body. Right. Right. And I and always feel her energy yeah. is very real. Yeah. Very, That's very actually real. so true. Whoever mm-hmm. you're having sex with, like you can feel that. Like, if they're negative, if they're off, you can feel that coming inside mm-hmm. you. Not actually come, but, like, you're transferring energy. Yeah. Like, the whole interaction. Yeah. yeah. So, for me, yeah, I haven't dated. And I prefer it that way. I've spent a lot more time on myself mm-hmm. and, like, pursuing my passions and career. And, yeah, I think in New York, especially, I think just anywhere. In New Hampshire, it's worse than New York. Oh, because yeah. There's no minorities up yeah, there. I say, there's not I'll much tell you, diversity there. Well, y'all want to hear a story? I got a story for you. So I um, matched with someone on Hinge that I had worked with back in high school. We didn't go to the same high schools, but we worked at the same place in high school. Mm-hmm. And we matched and we both played stupid. Like we didn't even know who each other was. <laughs> he invited me over to his place and I was like, okay, whatever. <sighs> this guy lived in his parents' basement. He was saving up for a house. I was like, kudos to you. But the basement was unfinished. He had like the American flag up on his wall. I remember like, this. Jerseys <laughs> up on his wall. And he asked me, sure. He's like, oh, do you like it? I was like, no. Mm-mm. Straight up said no. Because like <laughs> around the corner, there was just like an unmade mattress. And he told me his friends would stay there. And I was like, that's gnarly. Like front house. He then, uh-huh. we cuddle for like about two hours. And I'm like, Sorry, is anything going to happen here? Mm-hmm. And then he finally says, you know, I'd really like it if you kiss me right now. And I'm like, I drove here. <laughs> I'm sitting in your basement bed and you want me to make the first move? Right. He also had said the most fucked up shit to me, too. He was like, oh, I've never been with an Asian before. Mm. Maybe I'll like Asians now. <laughs> here it comes. <laughs> and I immediately should have left then, y'all. But of course, because I was just oblivious and I was just in a phase of hurt and turmoil, I was like, I just looked at it and I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So how do you feel afterwards, though? You were just like. He, when I left, he's like, okay, well, we'll see you. And I was like, huh, yeah. Never. <laughs> um, I was kind of mortified, to be honest. I was like, I can't believe I just let that happen. Yeah. Like. Right at my fingertips. Mm-hmm. I also can't believe I was allowed to be treated like that. And um, that I don't. That's why I don't date in New Hampshire. Wow. I can't. I can't do it. Yeah, that because experience. of that. So yeah. Yeah. But even like before that, I wouldn't have dated in New Hampshire because I just don't need to be running around with people that I know mm-hmm. or have any affiliation with, right. like that I know are going to be on the apps. I also. Yeah, I just, I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really bad experience. I, like, kind of want to cry now because I'm just, like, so angry. <laughs> Anyways, what about you? What was, like, the most memorable date for you? Bad or good? Oh, okay. I was about to say bad or good. Yeah. Um, maybe we should start with bad. <laughs> Actually, I don't know because I just had, I just had a date on Sunday and okay. that went kind of. How'd it go? Left. I don't know. Kind of left? Okay, so this man, we had matched years ago. Okay. Like, I thought two years. I brought it up in the date. He was like, yeah, actually three years. It's been three years. He remembered you. Yes, he remembered me. He was like, we always match every single time for the past three years. I was like, I don't fucking 
remember. But okay. Oh my god. Wait, that's wild. It was actually wild. And then I sent him my number and I realized we had a whole conversation through text. I don't even remember texting this man. But anyways, move on. We're finally going on the date. Okay. We meet up. He's very quiet. And so am I. Yeah. I'm more on the introverted side. Yeah. Which is fine. I would prefer a man that's also introverted. Okay. But can be extroverted in certain situations. Sure. But he was very quiet. Like, I was doing most of the talking, which is very unusual for me. (laughs) And I was like, is something wrong? Like, this man, you've been on my dick for three years. Yeah. You should be bringing all of that energy. Yeah. Like, wanting me, like, chasing after me. He was not giving any of that. He was so dry. But I'm thinking, like, maybe that's just him. Maybe he's just a dry person. Yeah. But personality was dead. Um, I was doing most of the talking, asking him most of the questions. I'm like, this is, this is crazy. Cause he was giving fan behavior and now it's like gone. I don't know. Maybe he was just like so smitten by your beauty. <laughs> to not say anything. Yeah. We spent two hours together and then we walked over to a garden. No. And nothing. Oh no. Have I heard from the man? No. So I'm wow. like, oh wait, are you trying to ghost me now? Like what's going on? Maybe he just wanted it. Yeah, maybe. But then say that. Be honest. Like, guys will never say that. That's the problem. Like, if you have an agenda, that's okay. See, that's why say it. Yeah, that's my thing with like guys on the apps. There are very few that I've met that are actually straightforward. Like mm-hmm. I've had and a handful of many, less than five straight up say to me. So wanna have sex or like wanna hook up? And I'm like, I respect that. I do too. I really I can't be do. Mad at it. Yeah. You're being honest about yeah. what you want. Even better. What I can't respect is when a guy says, I don't want a relationship and leaves it at that. Mm. Why? Word. So if you don't want a relationship, what do you want? They're not ballsy enough to say they just want sex. The only thing that they can say is, I just don't want a relationship. Oh, I see. This is saying. where situationships come into play. Mm-hmm. I don't want a relationship. I'm working on myself. Bullshit. If but you were working on yourself, around. if you were working yourself, why are you on an app? Mm-hmm. It's true. You should yeah. be working you, on yourself. If you're working on yourself, I get it. Like, you want to experience people. You want to understand what you like, what you don't like. Yeah. However, at the same token, like, sh- don't be spending all your time on an app. Mm-hmm. Right? Because they definitely are. All day. They're just sitting oh, here yeah. sobbing. Yeah. It, like, boosts their yeah. ego. Exactly. It's disgusting. That's another thing. I mean, thing it's not disgusting because Yeah. It is. Like girls really, do it too. Yeah. yeah. It's really Sorry, a women. booster. It is. You know, some people just use it for like affirmations for things, but that's like, yeah, we don't have time for that here. No. And mm-hmm. I think that's like one thing about dating in New York that I couldn't stand is that everyone's disposable, mm-hmm. right? So disposable. So There's way too many options here. Yeah. People just don't care about anyone's feelings. It's no. free for all. Yeah. It's crazy. I definitely didn't care too much. And I think. That also put me in situations where people are like, oh, well, she cares so much. I can still go dick around. Mm-hmm. You know? She'll still stick She'll around. still be here. She'll be here. Nope. Yeah. Bye. Bye. I don't That's talk to any of you. Yeah. Don't yeah. talk to any of you. Don't know any of you anymore. Seriously. No. No mm-hmm. time for that. Um, so, best date. Have you had best a best date? date? Yeah. 
Um, I haven't had like the best date, but I've had a good date where it's, you know, the conversation's flowing, you're learning about each other even more, and you feel like the energy's there, it's mutual. Um, but like still nothing comes from it. I've had good dates and nothing really comes from that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like this is a lot of talking phases, a lot of Again, yeah, people just trying to figure out what they like, what they yeah. don't like. Yeah. But it also feels like a huge waste of time, too, sometimes. It's like... Well, have you learned anything? Yeah, about yourself. I have learned a lot about myself in those cases. Because I'm just like... I do like getting to know different people. Yeah. But I also learned that I need to stop putting expectations on situations. Like, sure. I used to go into things thinking like, okay, well, I have to have a relationship. I have to have a boyfriend after this. You know, okay, and like putting that dead stamp, like I need a relationship with this person. Yeah, but also in my head, of course, I was putting, making this person seem like they were that, you know, the person that I wanted to be in a relationship with, even though they weren't. Okay, yeah, so, I get it. Yeah, I learned a lot. I think that's like the thing, like with us growing up and not having a lot of like maybe close relationships, is that. It's very black and white. It's like you're either this or you're this or you're this, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, I don't like I don't know about you, but for me, it was either you're either a friend, you're a boyfriend, mm-hmm. or you're nothing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. We're really putting them in groups. Yeah. <laughs> and like I was very I compartmentalized. Yeah. Because that for me was easy enough to go about addressing how to approach them right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because if you're in the middle it's kind of hard to be like what am I doing right you're in like no man's land yeah and for me being who I was still kind of am like I need to know what I'm doing like uncertainty is was never a question Mm -hmm. now it's like all right well also I feel like for women it's easier for us to like not be in love with someone or not find them attractive and then like after a while a while you yeah. find that attractiveness in yeah them. you find their personality to be great so you're like okay maybe i can see a little something in this person sure but i think for men it's the opposite they start off really strong like i really like this person mm-hmm. and then it phases out yeah even in relationships yeah they don't hold up their end half the time and why is that? Because y'all are thinking with the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. The wrong the brain. Wrong brain. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, Alex. I'm going to ask you four questions to close us out. One word answer or just a short answer. You okay. ready? Mm-hmm. What's one thing you love about yourself? Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, One thing I love about myself is my ability to be very empathetic towards other people love that (laughs) one piece of advice you'd give to a female dating in new york city Mm, any female yeah what's the first probably not to just just go with the flow okay and i know that sounds bad because that's going back to like the chill girl era yeah but I go with think, the flow without expectations. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But go know yourself flow. and your boundaries. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What's one piece of advice you give to a guy dating in New York City? Mm, that's a hard one. <laughs> I really... Y'all, her I have, face. I have so much <laughs> advice for them, but I don't even know where to start. Um, for them, I think they need to have... Be honest. Okay. They need to be honest yeah. with their gender. Like, 
right say it the... straight y'all yeah, just be it's really not it's gonna okay. kill you yeah it's really fine so you're girls... saving a lot of people's time exactly including your own and I feel like this yes. could go for females as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Both. Okay, last question. Do you believe in love? I am starting to now. Yeah. Oh Before I didn't, but like I, I used to just have such a negative outlook on love. Like I didn't think it was ever going to happen for me. But yeah. now I'm starting to think like, you know, it could. It can happen for anybody. That's you just amazing. have to put that good energy out into the universe mm-hmm. and it'll come right back to you. So it's all about your mindset. I love that. I'm like smiling cheek to cheek, (laughs) y'all. Well, Alex, thank you so, so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Yay! We'll have to bring you back. (laughs) Yes, please. When you're fully in your soft girl era so we can all hear. Oh, yeah. Definitely. We'll have a a check-in soon. Okay. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Alex. Happy you're here. Bye.